This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a football Friday. We got a lot to talk about today. We'll go through every single one of the week four NFL games. A little college football with Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sports coming up in the 10 a.m. Eastern hour. We start, though, Aaron, with last night with Thursday Night Football. Look, there's, there's two, I feel like there's two separate conversations we'll have here. We'll have one about the game, about the Bengals winning, about Joe Burrow looking good, that team kind of figuring it out after uh, an 0-2 start through 2-2. Two two. Now Miami's first loss, not, not really that surprising. But there's the other story here, which I think we could start with this and then go back to the game. It's the Tua thing. I mean, Tua got hurt last night. Um, it looked pretty significant, and the NFL's under fire, at least at least from fans. I'm not sure what's going to happen here. But there was a lot of reaction last night because we saw what happened Sunday when he wasn't – you know, he kind of stumbled when he got up. People thought, is that a head injury? And they said, no, it's a back. But that looked bad last night. I mean, the good news is it sounds like Tua is going to be okay, but – Man, it's like no one believes but the is he? right now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was so disturbing watching that. I I felt very uncomfortable, and I I felt like I I didn't even feel right about like watching the game. Even you know, it's like here's right. a guy going to the hospital, looking at his fingers multiple times, and the way he had that neurological response, or at least. That's what they said it was. I mean, it didn't look good um, as he was on the ground and watching those replays and then getting carted off. And then I'm like, I was like, gosh, it's got to be. Imagine being a player and that's like you're a leader, your quarterback, and, and he's in that situation and you've just got to like compartmentalize. Okay, we still got to win this game. What's the next play? What are we doing here? It, it's just like, wow, you know. Like it, it just puts everything into perspective how, you know, life is so much bigger than football and you worry about it because you see some of these, you know, retired players who have, you know, a lot of issues, you know, due to their playing time and all the concussions that they suffered. And it's sad and it's scary. And to possibly may have suffered two concussions in like a five day span. I mean, it's a big deal and it's, it's sad for him. I mean, he's out there. He wants to give his team a chance to, to win. He, and you know, to go through that, I, I can't imagine how his family must be feeling too. Joe, what'd you think last night? We'll get to the game and, and the reaction and um, yeah. all, all the, uh, all the covers for the, the Bengals and almost everything. I mean, they hit a, they hit a lot last night, but as far as the two thing that, that became the biggest story. 
Uh, it was, like Aaron said, it was tough to watch. Fell for him. It sounds like he's okay, right? They sent him home, so it's it's for now he's okay. But that was, I mean, this it's this is the NFL, isn't it? As much as they say they care about certain things and health and safety, this is the reality yeah. of the league. This is what happens. He traveled back to Florida with the team, actually. So I, I was yeah. a little surprised by that by that news uh, coming out. You know, it's not one of those situations where people are upset because of the results, because that we have all the facts in hand. We know what happened afterwards, just days later, and then we're outraged. That was a storyline on Sunday. It's a storyline on Monday. Why was Tua on the field the rest of that game on Sunday? I mean, let's start there. Why? It was clear. And, and I think maybe we won't react like this in the future when they said back a lot of people just rolled their eyes. You're right, Joe. This is the NFL. And that's how the yeah. NFL looks at these things. Oh, we can use it as a back injury. Let's use it as a back injury. You're good enough to go. We have the opportunity to start 4-0. And then let's just get through this. I know it's going to be a tough spot after the Bills game. 90 plays for defense on the field. If we can get through this, guys, we're going to do something unbelievable. And then the schedule really lightens up. It's just, and it's not like there weren't smart people at the forefront of studying concussions, like Dr. Chris Nowinski, that were warning people beforehand what they're doing is wrong. This is malpractice. And then look, look at what happened. And then when you saw, saw the fencing reaction, I mean, that's what made it really scary for a lot of people. All the same people that thought, like, why is he on the field on Sunday? And then just days later, oh, no, no, it's a back. It's fine. He's fine. It's just, it's just a back. No big deal. Yeah, man. I, n now what? Now what? It, you know, some people disagreed with me strongly. And uh, what's his face? McDaniel was saying after the game, passed every test. Never had it. Of course he didn't have a concussion, Mike. Of course not. Right? Right. Uh, every person with eyeballs, with, the, with any brain cells could tell that he had a concussion. But okay. But why not err on the side of caution with your franchise quarterback that is that was playing like a top two quarterback in the league thus far? If you look at certain metrics, why not? And, and you know what they're going to do is they're going to push it off. Oh, doctors, protocol. We're going to hear that a million times from the Dolphins. That's all BS, man. It's all BS. Everything stops with the head coach. Everything's on the head coach. If you have eyeballs, you see the man had a tough time standing. Just a few days ago. And nobody's surprised at what happened last night, really. I mean, it was just kind of jarring the reaction with that and how upset the players were and just everybody together watching the game. But I don't think anybody's surprised that that's what went down. And, and the NFL talks about how far they've come. Get out of my face with that. Get out of my face. And the players come first. It's all garbage, everything. The, the way the NFL handles former players, current players it's all the same you're you're all replaceable and they'll forget about you five minutes after you're gone yeah and with, with kind Daniel, of there has to be an adult in the room right that that's that's his job he has to be the adult in the room he's in i mean he's basically charged the franchise you're the head coach right there's a gm and then there's you They're, those are the two people in charge and the owner so yeah i mean i, I think we saw mike mcdaniel got a lot of love the first three weeks and he deserved it as a coach mm -hmm. right he's, he's done a good job on the field but we saw his inexperience handling this. I mean, no matter what, he's got a situation now, and they've got to deal with this. And I hope it doesn't derail their season because I think they're kind of a fun story so far early this season. I hope he gets back. 
Um, I, I, I'm, I mean, I, I'll root for two. I hope he gets back and get and plays well. Yeah, that's me a fun too. story if they play well. But that was bad. It, and they but were they, in that game too. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I was just thinking that this. <laughs> I don't know what's happening inside that locker room, but this is a sort of thing that can divide a locker room. If you start get getting some players chirping to other players, being like, "This dude don't care about us. He don't care. He's not going to look out for us." Like they're they're going to be taking all that media content that people have strong opinions on today and tomorrow, all all weekend. You turn on the TV, everybody's. This is the biggest story in the NFL. I mean, that was story one, two, and three out of last night. We'll get to the results of the football. But, I mean, th- this is the biggest story in the NFL right now. Do you guys remember Jordan Reed when he played with Washington? He yeah. had mm-hmm. suffered seven, and um, he missed an entire season. I don't think he ever played more like more than, like, 14 games in a season. And I felt like – not that Washington ever gets things right, but, like, I remember him when I covered that team. He missed a lot of games, and it, it just – makes just comparing mm-hmm. the situation to the Dolphins, like just putting Tua out there and not being careful with your quarterback. It just seems reckless. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jordan Reed could play too. He was a player. And I know when he retired. Yeah, exactly. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah. The last quarterback I remember, uh, Kevin Cobb had concussion issues, Eagles and then Cardinals. And he was out of the league pretty quickly after that. Look, I hope this doesn't happen to Tua before we get to the game. And, and we'll uh, talk about what happened last night. What a Bengals victory, pretty decisive at the end, um, and the numbers. But mm-hmm. what do we think about the coach of the year situation with McDaniel? Do you think this is going to hurt him? Wow. There's like, there's a yes. perception now against him, right? Like, uh, And it's like it swung so fast because he was the popular guy. Everyone likes Mike McDaniel. He seems like a really likable guy. But I wonder if this will hurt him. Let, let's, say they, let's say they rebound, right? They, they figure it out. He's okay. He plays. They win 11 games. Do you think this hurts him in the in the big picture, Joe, in the in the coach of the year voting? Last night's um actions by him, that that will hurt him more than the loss. Absolutely. And you look right now, he's still the second favorite uh behind uh Nick Sirianni at most spots. I bet him Jim, I'm seeing Sirianni plus three hundred, McDaniel plus three fifty, then it drops down to Doug Peterson plus six hundred. I do. Why? Because this is voted on by humans the same humans that are tweeting last night and that are writing about and talking into microphones today on TV, uh, the ones with the votes that are going to be ripping Mike McDaniel. This, this could, this really could stick. I, yeah, that's an interesting point. I did not consider. Uh, Yeah. The the quips are not funny anymore. Now, Mike, it's not funny. Like it's, he's not the cute. He's not the cute guy with the, with the funny soundbite anymore. Like this is, this got real. This got real for him. It's, it's going to be fascinating to when, see how he, he handles it and the team recovers in general. When Tua was, you know, on the car about to leave the field and you saw McDaniel, you know, out there talking to him, I was thinking, like, how much of that is also guilt? Like, oh, man, yeah. like, this does fall on him. It's not a good look. And you ha- even though I get it, first-year head coach, you've got an opportunity. You're 3-0. and You want to win games. It's like – this is a dude's life we're talking about here. You know, it's not a good look at all. It's not. Yeah, but, no, it's but not, Joe. He didn't feel so bad that he wasn't going to take any blame. He took no blame. No. Not exactly. a shot. Well, that's the, Oh, he's, he's okay. The that, he left the hospital. Yeah. It's like, you mean he's not dead? He's not paralyzed? Like, yeah. what, do you, 
what are we talking about here? Yeah. The NFL has also shielded these coaches because they use the independent neurologists. Like they almost take it out of their hands, even mm-hmm. though they're in charge. Like it's your franchise. What do you mean you're not in charge? You you make the final call. Yeah. It's yeah, they've they've kind of protected them. All right, let's talk about the game a little bit here. 27-15 Bengals win. Not surprising the result. I mean, if two had played the whole game, perhaps it's different. That game was a little weird. The Bengals took yeah. them. The Bengals are weird so far. We just it feels like there's another gear. They haven't gotten into it yet. It took them time to get going. Eventually they did. Some big plays down the field, which is what the Bengals do. Burrow last night, two touchdowns, uh, 287 yards. Another under, though, for the game. But, you know, the Bengals overs hit, right? Chase hit. Uh, there's some of the receivers hit over. But under for the game. We are now, what, 8-3 and three primetime under so far, Joe? Under 47 and a half and quite comfortably. I mean, they got that last touchdown, what, two and a half minutes to go? And then the Dolphins got the ball back and whatever. But that game was an under game the whole time. Bengals now 4-0 to the under this season. 4-0, and just watching the last couple of games very closely, because I had action on them, no surprise. Zach Taylor's a problem, guys. Like They've recovered. They're 2-2. Two two. Zach Taylor is going to be a problem. He's going to lose them games. I don't care that they made the Super Bowl with him as the head coach and play caller. That dude's conservative style and that run game right now is a disaster. They ran into some great spots. Last week it was the Jets, bad team coming off a miracle victory, and this week it was the Dolphins. Tua exits the game. They, they, we, we know about the plane and the heat. Ninety plays. They, they had their big win. Like how many teams are they going up against that have a miracle win? Um, right. The these spots for the Bengals were perfect for them, and that's why it feels like everybody's used them in Survivor at this point after weeks number three and four which makes perfect sense. But I have no interest in any Bengals futures. As far as last night's game, um, didn't everybody win? Everybody won. Everybody was on the Bengals, and everybody had it handicapped perfectly. Uh, My plays were second half, Cincinnati minus one and a half. That worked out, and, you know, I assumed two was going to be in there. That was kind of a lucky break on that one. And uh, Jamar Chase ended up getting over very late in the game. That one was a little sweaty, yeah. over 73 and a half. He got it to 81 on four grabs. His teammate T. Higgins was the Bengals receiver that actually had the big game. Um, but, as, but as far as Bengals in the future, Mixon was a strength right now. He is not. Burrow hasn't been Superman. And it feels like that's what they need out of him for them to be a real threat. If I see big yeah. numbers on the Bengals, I'm I'm not interested in taking them as a favorite. And we don't know if two is going to be playing the next game. But I was a little surprised that Bridgewater looked pretty good. He looked pretty efficient out there. A guy that, you know, wasn't prepping all week. They say they prepare every week, but come on, come on. Like they're going to play, but you never know. Teddy they're covers not doing that. back. He did a nice <laughs> job. Did a nice job. He didn't cover, though. He didn't come close to covering 27 to 15 in the end. <laughs> But uh, just something to, something to keep in mind, back of your mind. The, the Dolphins outgained them. They had more yards per play. But uh, we understand what happened in the end. I mean, that Tyreek Hill receiving prop over 70 and a half, whew, that was not a sweat at all no. either. I think we were on it with all of our props. I think we were the longest reception for Chase. Yeah, the Chase over we were. We, the props were great yesterday. Joe, you, Joe mentioned um, Joe Mixon. Now, look, that might be the blocking. It might be Taylor. He also might be on the other side. I mean, I don't care that he's only 26. This happens to running backs all the time. He's had a lot Mm -hmm. of touches in the NFL, and it's, what, four straight games now? 
Has he run well in any of these games? I mean, his numbers no. are awful so far this season. Absolutely not. Well, yeah, you could look at the age. That's fine. It's year six, right? Right. Year six. Yeah. Happens quickly. It goes. Year six is actually pretty good for running backs. You know, so his, you're, his you're right. I, not something attempt. I considered. 3.04 is his highest yards per attempt this season in any game. Yeah. It's pretty bad. That that offense becomes so Joe Burrow reliant if he's not any good. I mean, that's and, and Burrow's really good, but that's a lot to ask. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, it's Becky L. Daily. We'll dive into every week four game across the NFL. Sides, picks, props, all coming up. We start rolling through the games next, right here on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 